How are you? Good. I've been a little sick the last few days. Again? No. Um, I think there's things going around. There really are. My roommates all have sore throats. It's a Petri dish. It really is. It's too many people. It's Hence too your many bee propolis. Dish. Hence my Lacey Phillips throat spray. My what is what's the beekeepers naturals? Yeah. I saw it at Whole Foods and I was like, I know what I need. Gotta get it. Did you are you it. taking wellness formula too? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm shoving that shit in my throat. Wait, my throat. I have a story about wellness formula. This okay, has happened me. to me twice. Okay. I took it probably two weeks ago because I was starting to feel a little bit run down and people at work were sick. Yeah. And I took it and I didn't have that much water after I took the, the capsules. Oh, no. Five minutes later, I cough and it's a cloud of powder. <laughs> <laughs> I was Did it like, burn your throat? My throat is on fire. That's yeah, the word. And now there's a cloud of like <laughs> immune boosting everything yeah. in front of me uh so it was working but yeah anyone who's taking wellness formula please drink a lot of water when you drink take so it because otherwise you're gonna have a powder cloud it takes me like five minutes to take <laughs> wellness formula because there's six pills i'm like this is gonna take me seven days sometimes i put off taking it because it takes me so long to take it. i'm like i don't have time for this wow and if i don't drink enough water then i burp and my throat is on fire Throat's on fire, smells like garlic and all the other things in mm. there. But it works, man. It sure does. It makes you feel sponsor nice and us. healthy. Oh, that would be a dream sponsor for sure. Yeah. Hook me up with wellness formula for the rest of my life. Oh, yeah. That would be nice. The big bottles, please. Do you prefer the tablets or the capsules? The capsules. I'm not mm. insane. The tablets like <laughs> taste terrible. I know. That's my oh, my too. God. And yeah. they get sticky. Like, yeah. No, it's a no. The capsules are the ones for me. Yeah. Yeah. Only psychos take tablets. If you take wellness formula tablets, please stop listening. Just kidding. We don't want you here. You're a badass. If you do that, you're a badass, honestly. I bet it works better. I think you don't have taste buds if you do that. Like, and also you take less. In your mouth. Yeah, you only have to take three. Yeah, that's honestly, why. maybe I should switch over because then it would take me half the time to take them. And then yeah. I would take them more often because I'd be motivated to do it because it won't take me 25 minutes to take medicine. Yeah. Maybe that's the answer. Maybe the that's capsules. the capsules. Yeah, I got to switch. For anyone just joining us, Wellness Formula is our like hippie but not hippie because there's definitely mm. science behind it. Yeah. Um, formula that we take when we're starting to feel a little run down or sick. And I swear it helps. You take six of these capsules filled with echinacea, garlic, ginger, a thousand things. Propolis. There's propolis in it. I realized yeah. because I bought the Beekeepers Naturals propolis spray. And then I was looking at the back of the wellness formula and I was like, oh, this also has a propolis. Can't get enough. And you take it every three hours until you feel better. And I swear it works. But for no more than seven days. That's what it says on the bottle. But I'm pretty sure I've been yeah. taking it for more than that. <laughs> Do you think it'll stop working? I don't know if it'll stop working, but I feel like your system will be like stop. jumbled up. We're doctors. Yeah. I'm a doctor. Jumbled I'm not up a doctor. System. And I don't know. Your system's all jumbled. Well, I haven't, to be fair, I haven't been like intensely taking it every three hours for seven, more than seven days. You're supposed to take the serving size every mm -hmm. day. Yeah. And then if you're not feeling good, you take 
the serving size every three hours. So I've definitely yes. been taking it every day, but not intensely. Got it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't take it regularly. I really only take it if I'm feeling run down. Yeah. Well, I've been taking it because I've been feeling I was sick, then my boyfriend was sick. Now I'm sick again. So it's just been like nonstop. Passed back and forth. Club, another club, bus, plane, club. You know that Lady Gaga? No. Oh, we'll put this on Instagram. It's a Lady Gaga video of her going, club, bus, another club, plane, no sleep, no rest, another Mm. club. Yeah, that's That's how it feels like, but with sickness. Oh. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Well, I was talking about it last night. The good thing is, once I get better now, for the holidays, there's no chance I'm going to get sick. I've had everything. Here's hoping. There's nothing left to get. Here's hoping. That that is what I'm hoping. (laughs) Get out of the way now. (laughs) Exactly. I had the worst sickness of my life in December of 2019, and I'm convinced that it was COVID. Yeah, probably was. That the timing feels right. Wait, was it in New York then at that point? No. They they said that it wasn't. They said that it didn't come to New York until like they said February that it wasn't. But, but let honestly, me tell you something. I'm thankful for it because that's when I started watching the Great British Baking Show. Oh, and that was life-changing for you. So, yeah, it all worked out. Yeah, you'll never look at a sponge cake the same way again. Never. Never. Yeah, and just like cooperative and happy British people. Mm. Well, with that, everybody, welcome to Wouldn't We Like to Know with Ariel and Linda, the podcast. What is it? You do it. The podcast. The podcast. Where we get honest, deep, deep and curious about life's big conversations. Because we don't have to do it alone. Uh, no, 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 no. From another place. <laughs> and that place is just fine. <laughs> Today on the podcast, we are talking about, I guess, a few different things, but kind of what spurred the conversation was when someone sees you in a way that feels right and feels really good and feels very affirming. And then that kind of got us into a conversation around being around people that make us feel seen. And yeah, yeah, that was nice. We also talked about changing and what that looks like and being able to picture or not picture who we're going to be later on in our lives and the hope in that and the excitement in that and being able to change and become new versions of ourselves because we're always evolving. And continuing to show up just as we are and allowing ourselves to shift when we need to shift. Um, So if you like what you hear, you can subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast right now. It would help us. It would help you because we'll just pop up every other Tuesday when we put episodes out. You can also follow us on Instagram at Wouldn't We Like to Know. We post videos, photos. That's it on there. (laughs) Um, Those are the only two options they have. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, we post videos of our lives and we post questions every with every episode, uh, something that pertains to the episode. And you can also see clips of us talking, which is super fun. We have faces. I'm not just a blob of air. 
We're I not have AI. a face. Okay. Um, last but not least, send us an email. Wouldn't we like to know at gmail.com any guest suggestions for the new year, any mm-hmm. topic suggestions, anything that's kind of standing out to you? Maybe if you really like this episode, send us a little note about why you like the episode. Also, send the podcast to a friend, family yeah. member, someone that yeah. you love that you think will also resonate with it. Yeah. If you want to give us a Christmas gift, make that our Christmas gift. We yeah. Love you or forever. Hanukkah or, or anything. A holiday oh my gift. God, that's right. I'm so sorry. That was really It's totally fine. Also, leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or rate us on Spotify. It would really help people to find us. All right. Enjoy this episode. Linda, how's your Pilates certification coming? Oh, it's going. I am a bit of the way into it now. I have a lot more left to go, but I've kind of reached the point now where I get to give practice classes. So it's been really fun kind of getting to apply all of the things that I've been learning. But boy, it's a lot of energy to be talking for an hour straight. I'm sure. What has been helping you to get through that? Well, I get really dehydrated when I talk a lot. Like, I just feel like my mouth kind of starts to, like, cotton a little bit. Yum. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it's delicious. So one of the things that's really been helping me is actually liquid IV, especially the sugar-free version, because it doesn't have that, like, blood sugar roller coaster that most sports drinks do. And so it gives me this even energy throughout the course of a one-hour class without the spike and the drop of a normal sports drink. Yes. Liquid IV contains eight vitamins and nutrients for everyday wellness with three times the electrolytes of leading sports drinks. What's your favorite flavor? My favorite flavor is lemon lime. What about you? (laughs) Mine's lemon lime too. It's so zesty, so refreshing. Look at us. So if you want to try Liquid IV, you can get 20% off when you grab your Liquid IV hydration multiplier sugar-free or any other variant at liquidiv.com using code WWLTK at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code WWLTK at liquidiv.com. Now back to the episode. Has there been a time recently that you felt like you've really been seen in a way that you've wanted to be seen, but maybe were scared that you weren't seen it that way? For example, yesterday, someone said to me, you're so fun. You're always doing fun things that like you like to do and you really live your life to the fullest and you're always doing these different things. Mm. And for me, that was so nice to hear because I feel like not everyone sees me as fun. Like I've been in circles kind of recently where I felt like, am I boring? Am I, am I boring? (laughs) (laughs) But like around the right people. Yeah. I'm fun. Okay. But it's funny because it's like, it feels like this shadowy word at times that it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm, I've talked about this before, but like being a party pooper or something like that or being boring. And it was so nice to hear someone say that to me, especially because I've been doing all this like work trying to find my authentic code for the To Be Magnetic Challenge, which for people that don't know, it's basically finding these four words, four like pillars Mm -hmm. that explain 
how your authentic self moves through the world and like what we look for in the world. And so I was doing all this work before um, that happened yesterday. And so much of the things on my list were like play and magic and exploration and travel and like things that make me have fun, like that are fun to me. Yeah. And the playfulness and the fun is so important to me. And I feel like around certain people I'm like is that I think that that's just lost and then I get in my own head of like well I guess that that's just how I am Mm -hmm. I guess I'm not fun Mm -hmm. but I am yeah and I like fun things but maybe they're not the same fun things that other people like yeah yeah it is wild to me that you wouldn't think that you're fun (laughs) I the thing is is that I do most of the time yeah but then my brain does this like gymnastics routine when I'm around people that maybe don't see me fully and I'm like well I guess that's how I am my brain just reverts to I guess it's me I guess I'm not fun I feel the same way though like I went I've gone through like big periods of my life where I was like I'm so fucking boring like I'm not fun at all like there might be something wrong with me because all I want to do is like sit on a couch and have deep conversations and like does that make me so fucking boring and dry (laughs) and like not nice to be around and like what are other people doing like what are other people's conversations like when they're like cackling and they're laughing and like why am I not doing that Mm -hmm. and then I get around the right people and it's so fun. And actually, recently, I had someone say to me that one of their favorite things about me was that I'm really playful. Mm. And and it, you're so right. It is about the people that we're around and like the different qualities they bring out in us because different people bring out different qualities in us. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it, it feels sometimes scary because I'm like, when I'm in a phase where I feel boring, I get scared that like, oh, I maybe I used to be fun Mm. and now I've lost it and now it's gone forever and now I'm just like a boring old hag. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, basically. Yeah. That's the same thing that I feel too. I'm like, I guess it's gone. Yeah. Well, I guess it's gone. Like I know that I used to have this, but I guess it's gone now. Yeah. I know that I used to make people laugh and that I guess that's just not it anymore. Yeah. yeah, but it's it's so nice once in a while when somebody just like says a thing and it just feels so affirming. Mm. You're like, mm. I am fun. Yeah, I am funny, but I forgot for a minute. Yeah, thank you for reminding me who I am. And it like it is so in line with you. Recently, I think we talked about this in the last episode. You did a call out to um, a lot of the people that you're really close with and ask them to kind of remind you who you are Mm -hmm. and like tell them the things that they love about you. And you did that explicitly with your friends. But now it seems like even though you asked explicitly to your friends, it sounds like it's still coming in in more subtle ways. Like other people are telling you who you are and reminding you who you are Mm -hmm. as well. Yeah. Also, you're like so fucking fun. Oh my God. (laughs) Like you make me laugh all the time. You're so silly and giggly and goofy and like playful. And yeah, you're so fun. So are you. Sometimes I feel like I'm super boring compared to you. Because I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) well, that's the look I gave you. We feed each other's (laughs) energy. Oh my God, that's so funny. This whole episode is going to be like, you're crazy. You're amazing. You're You're nuts. (laughs) (laughs) You're a psychopath. 
Well, sometimes. 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 Sometimes it's good to be psychopath. She's stabbing me. She's stabbing the screen, everyone. <laughs> but you are. You're yeah. so playful, too. You're mm-hmm. so playful. So fun. It's like I gravitate towards people that commit to the bit. That's what I always say. It's like you commit to the bit. Like you yes, just go and. along with it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And. Yeah. And that's so much fun to me. Yeah, feed off of each other. Just keep going. It doesn't matter where it goes. Sometimes yeah. it gets too dark and then it dies. And then that's okay too. <laughs> but I like the dark else. stuff too. True, true. Like you do dark like the dark. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Has there been anything for you recently that someone has said, well, someone's called you playful, but has there yeah. been anything else recently that you're like, oh, that feels really right and really affirming to hear? Hmm. I think just like generally – I have this in my best, best friendships. Like I feel so loved and seen and appreciated for who I am. And I think like same as what we were saying before when, you know, you can have a really high sense of self-worth on your own, but having it validated by people that you really care about is really powerful. And it kind of, it feels like it cements the feeling of self-worth. It feels like it like, what's the right word that I'm thinking of? It's like, it bolsters it, you know, it like makes it stronger. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I have that in my, my best friendships. I have that with you. I have that with my other friends. I have that with Claire, with my mom. I see that in them, in them holding that vision for me, even when I don't see it for myself or bolstering it when I do feel it for myself. But then I think, for me also just recently in in a new relationship and having that bolstered by someone else and like seeing how much they enjoy me and appreciate me i think that is really really special really healing the most beautiful part of it is i'm not hiding myself i'm i'm being fully myself i'm being i'm leaning into like okay, I feel too much, but I'm still going to say the thing. Like, I feel like I shouldn't bring this up because it'll be met with like, I'll be rejected because like this is too much to ask for. This is like, I'm too sensitive, like things like that. And then I'm like, no, I'm going to say it anyway. I'm going to do it anyway. And then being met with like that seenness and that appreciation for who I am. Like, I think one of one of the things recently has been like how good of a communicator I am how good I am at bringing things up and just like saying what I need and that quality being really appreciated of being a good communicator. I think one of the things that I've really had to work through in my life is being able to speak up for myself, being able to say what's important to me. I have such a fear of being too much. And so One of the things I like about how I've worked on myself is that I can communicate now that I can say what I need and that I value myself enough to do that. And so then that being told to me by someone else to be like, you're a really good communicator. You're really good at talking about things. Mm -hmm. That feels really good because it's a shadow for me of like, I can't say what I need. I can't say what I think. Yeah. And then it sounds like you taking the leap and being yourself and being honest is met with this reinforcing grace and love and 
thankfulness, like gratefulness that you did that thing versus it's like rewiring old experiences that you had where you were that way and you were met with you're too much and I can't handle this. And why would you feel that way? And yeah, like I was in a relationship a couple of years ago and I would bring things up to this person and I would be met with like anger and I would be met with defensiveness and I would be met with, why'd you bring that up now? Like, I don't want to talk about that right now. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, well, I, how the, f- okay, yeah, you're right. You're right. And now I think about it. I'm like, how was I supposed to know that now was not the right time to talk about it? The only way I know now that you didn't want to talk about it right now is because I brought it up and you said you didn't want to talk about it right now. Why are you getting mad at me? Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was all about making me small and all about making me not heard. Cause like he, this person would never want to go back and talk about it. Right. Like when is the right time? Cause I have a feeling there wasn't a right there time. There would never be a right time with this person, you know? And so my communication being appreciated versus being belittled and uh, shut down and pushed away is really healing and it does rewire all of those things and even like i think about back to my childhood with my parents like my dad would react in the same way when i would bring things up he would get angry at me and i would Mm -hmm. communicate things or when i would communicate things that hurt me he would like things that he did that hurt me he would make reasons for why that actually was my fault and so yeah like (laughs) communication in my childhood was not appreciated at all. It was dangerous. It was very dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Because it compromised my sense of belonging and my sense of safety. It compromised connection. And I think good communication actually leads to deepened intimacy and closeness. Yeah. But unsafe, unhealthy relationships, unhealthy people don't like communication. Because <laughs> like, yeah. if, if you call them out for things that they did that hurt you, that compromises their ability to keep doing it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to be held accountable for something that they're doing that hurts someone else, if there's accountability present, then they can't continue to do the things that they're doing, you know? Yeah. It benefits them to not talk about it. Yeah. And I think so much of that, it's all tied into them being a good person that did a bad thing versus you're calling me a bad person. Yeah, and they can't by communicating that. this thing, and it's like, I don't know. Again, with the right people, that's going to be celebrated, right, and reinforced that it's a good thing. That's also the difference between shame and guilt. This is like one of my favorite things. Um, like shame is I am a bad person, and guilt is I did a bad thing. Mm-hmm. It's a shame statement is like about your identity, and guilt is about a thing that you did, mm-hmm. and so shame when you think of that person who is saying you're calling them out for something they did and they can't tolerate that they did something bad because it means that they're a bad person. It's shame being activated in somebody who doesn't have like, obviously like a personality disorder or something like that. But, but if you call someone out for doing something and guilt is activated, then it's like, Oh, I did something to hurt you. I don't want to, do that thing to hurt you again. And so it's not as act, it's not activated in the same way. Like shame, shame shuts you down. Whereas guilt activates the desire to change that habit in a healthy dynamic. Mm -hmm. That's real. 
but I love the difference between guilt and shame because I think sometimes it's hard to figure out like what the difference is mm-hmm. <laughs> and like, and they're so different and they activate such different things within us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One creates like inability to move. It creates like a freezing and then the other allows you to make a decision and move. Work through it. Yeah. That reminds me of, I've talked to you about this before, but with one of my exes, one of my love languages is planning things. I love planning. I love like creating a trip where I am going to do something really specific for you. I chose this place for you and I think you're really going to like it. And I like to explore and travel and do new things and be with someone that likes to do that too. And in one of my past relationships, whenever I would plan something, it was like I was putting upon this person. It was not appreciated. It was seen as like a burden and, oh, I have to go do this thing again. And all that to say that it wasn't the right place for me to be. Like, yeah, especially because that is such an important thing for me. That's like one of the ways that I show love to people. And that's one of the thing that mm-hmm. things that gets me really excited. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, in my relationship now, I just know that Jeff loves when I plan things. Like when we yeah. went to Europe and we went to Paris and I showed him all these different things and was like, let's go here and there and there. He was just so excited to come along for the ride. Yeah. And he gets excited for me to to plan a dinner out for us or I want to go do this thing. Do you want to go do it with me? And sometimes he doesn't want to do it all because he's more of a homebody than me. But even when I plan things for myself or with friends or if I want to go try something alone, he's still like, that sounds so fun. Like, I'm so excited for you. That's great. Go do that. He celebrates that. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh. Feeling into where you celebrated Where are you appreciated? Where can you reinforce that you being yourself is the right thing to do? (laughs) Yeah. That's so nice. But it's hard, especially in new situations for me, like where I'm not surrounded by people that know me so well and know all of those things about me. Yeah. It's hard because my brain will tell me, oh, that's not how you are. That's not how you are. You have to change to fit the situation Mm -hmm. versus you be who you are and everything around you will shift depending on that. And that is interesting because I'm always like, oh, I've done all this work on myself. And and then it feels like I'm taking steps backwards because of this. But I'm in a different situation. I'm in a new environment. There are new variables. And I can't just be done with healing and be done with my working on myself. It's just not a a thing. It's never a thing. So this is like a harsh reminder, but I feel like it's been a really good reminder. And now I feel like people are really starting to see me and I'm starting to see me again. And that's so, it just feels so good. I was talking to my therapist earlier today about um, like growing and changing. And we were talking about I've been seeing her for six years. Yeah. And so we were talking about how when I started seeing her, like, could I have foreseen all of the ways that I've changed? Because I am a drastically different person now than I was then. And she was like, do you think you could have been able to see who you would have become? And I was like, 
no, I don't think I would have been able to picture it. And not just because like I didn't TBM language, like I didn't have the expansion in my life. Like I didn't have the people around in my life to be able to see that. And so the reason we were talking about it was like thinking about six years from now, like who I'm going to be, what I'm going to be like. And I was like, well, I kind of really like myself now. Like I don't see how I'm going to be able to grow and change and like not as drastically as I have in the last six years, but like, I can't see that for myself. But then I was thinking about people that I really deeply respect, people that I really look up to. And like, I kind of feel like they're steps ahead of me Mm. in like the journey of growing. And I was thinking about the expansion of that and like how if I can see them, I can see where else I can grow and how else I can like move forward and become more of like my most embodied me Mm -hmm. and like it's very much like the tbm way of thinking about is like you have to see to believe you can't just as humans like we're we're pretty creative but we're not creative enough to just create things out of thin air sometimes you know Mm -hmm. we have to be able to see it in front of us to be able to believe that it's possible and it just got me really excited to think about how the work is never done like we think that we've healed something we think that we've worked through something but there's always new layers of it and it's like you know this new experience of living in this new place where people don't know you you're being met with these new new triggers and like new ways of having to find yourself again and remind yourself who you are and ask people for help and ask for people to tell you and remind you who you are like people that know you and love you so deeply you're one of the people that I look at where I respect you immensely. Like I really look up to you and, and you saying like the work is never done. Like we're always working on ourselves. We're always digging deeper and and growing more. Like there's always opportunities for us to grow more. It just made me think of like in six years, I'm like, I really like myself now, but I can't imagine where I'm going to go. Like there's always going to be more room to grow. There's always going to be things that come up to work through. And like, that's, a really exciting opportunity because I can't, I can kind of think about the people that I like admire and like my expanders and kind of see where I'm going, but I don't know who I'm going to become in six years. You don't know who you're going to become in six years. Mm -mm. And like that kind of, um, there's like a hope in that to me. Like there's an excitement of like, uh, if I couldn't have foreseen who I was six years ago to now, then and I can't foresee who I'm going to be in six years. Like, that's really exciting. Because one thing I do know about myself is that I'll keep showing up for myself. That's one thing that I know about you, too. You're going to keep showing up for yourself. You're going to keep wanting to grow and change and evolve and be true to yourself. Mm-hmm. And so, like, we're going to be different people. Yeah. And that's really exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It's funny because... Once in a while, I'll get a thought in my head and I'll be like, oh my gosh, I didn't know that I thought that. Mm. Like it'll be something that's been on a loop for such a long time that one day it just kind of like is very clear in my mind and I'll be like, I didn't even know that I thought that. That's something that I would like to look at more deeply. Mm. But I think that it's what you're saying. It's so hard to imagine the next layer It's hard to imagine 10 layers from now. Maybe it's hard. It's the next layer. You're like, I have an idea. But 10 layers from now, I have no idea. Yeah. Maybe I know who I'm going to be a little bit more next year. But in six years, like 
That's a lot of layers. Yeah. Yeah. Onions have layers. <laughs> Don't get. I think about people in the public eye that shift their lifestyle so much or they get out of a marriage and end up being with someone else or they shave their head or whatever it is. And yes, sometimes it's like a call for help and whatever. But I also... In Brittany's case. In Br- <laughs> oh, sidebar, I listened to her audiobook and it was incredible. Everyone go listen. It's amazing. Oh, yes. But at this point in my life, I also really look up to those people. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's your next phase. That's your next layer, this next thing that you're doing. And this extremely brave thing that you're doing because everyone around you is questioning it. Everyone around you is like, this isn't the person that I know. This isn't how I thought that they would act. And not that I want to lose everyone around me, but like I've gone through it a few times where I've shifted. I've moved around. I've like shifted groups, let friends go, gotten new friends. Like I know that I can do it. I just need a reminder sometimes. <laughs> I need a reminder. And like, that's yeah. why I love my people. I love you. And it's just like seeing people do that is inspiring to me because it's like, we're never done. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe 40 years from now, I'm going to be living somewhere that I would have no idea that that's where I would be living and doing yeah. something that I had no idea that I would be doing. Yeah. And like, yet again, we can change our mind. We yeah. can change our mind. Yeah. Anytime being that we want to. You. Yeah. (sighs) Well, on that high note, we will see you on January 2nd. So we're going to take two weeks off. We're going to take a little Christmas break and Mm -hmm. we will see you in the new year. In the new year. Yeah. All right, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.